0: Welcome, welcome back to the Creative Process Podcast with myself, Jared Klein. Obviously, if you're on YouTube, you can see who we have on today, but if you're not viewing on YouTube, if you're just viewing on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or the exuberous amount of other podcast platforms I never thought were a thing that Anchor distributes this to, um, welcome. <laughs> you, the the, uh, the, the guest that we have on today, um, call me out if I pronounce this wrong, is it Pavan or Pavan?
1: It's Puvin like Oven.
0: Puvin. Okay, it's Puvin. <laughs> Perfectly. Okay, awesome. So Puvin. I won't try to pronounce your last name, but it's on here. <laughs> people can people can try to pronounce your last name. I don't blame you there. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we'll get into Puvin a little bit here. Um, first off, I want to say thank you for the people coming out and listening. It's always nice to see people gaining value from from this podcast. That's the main goal. Um, that is that is honestly the main goal. I don't care if it if 5,000 people listen to it or five people listen to it, as long as we're providing value. Um, I'm, and honestly getting that DM every once in a while, I'll be like, Hey, that that episode was awesome. Keep doing these, you know, that, that warms my heart. Um, but Love again, it. thank you for the people coming out and listening today. And also Pavan, very grateful to have you on the podcast today. Um, thank you for taking the time out of your day and, and being on the podcast, but you know, let, let's get into you. You're on here for a reason. You know, you want to talk about your story. You want to talk about, um, design and everything so introduce yourself to the people listening you can go as shallow or as deep as you want to um in your intro so go for it my man
1: cool yeah man first off thanks for having me on i appreciate it it's a honor you do some cool things and you're using your platform to get the word out and teach and that's what that's what's most important so appreciate you for that um so yeah i'm pavan i am um currently the sports brand partnership manager for fox sports Um, I've kind of had a whirlwind of a career to get to the point where I am. But so, but um, yeah, born and raised in Cleveland, Ohio, went to Ohio State, studied neuroscience. And now I'm totally using that neuroscience degree in my role. (laughs) But um, yeah, so like I said, whirlwind of a career, I'm sure we'll get to it. Um, But yeah, that's me.
0: Yeah, I was uh, looking at your Twitter bio and I neuroscience. (laughs) What was that like going to school for neuroscience?
1: Yeah, man, it was, it was, I mean, I grew up my whole life wanting to be a doctor, kind of never really thought about anything else, and then I, yeah, I, so I studied neuroscience, I loved it, I loved learning with the brain, I would cut up, cut up rat brains in undergrad, did all, did all that um, fun stuff, and I don't know, once I graduated, I was kind of having some inklings that it wasn't what I wanted to do the rest of my life, mm-hmm. even though I did enjoy, like, The neuroscience part of it i just realized i didn't want to go into medicine Mm -hmm. and i didn't know what i wanted to do after that but and i started just networking and doing a lot of networking not even just sport i wasn't even thinking about sports um but i was just doing a lot of networking with a lot of people in a lot of different jobs to see what i like because i like i really never thought about anything other than medicine so i was like shoot time to figure that out Mm -hmm. Um, yeah yeah
0: how does that i guess how did you get into design then because if you were just networking with no sole purpose, like just to, I mean, obviously gain connection, see where you want to go, but how'd you get into design? Yeah. So
1: back when I was in high school, it was a weird story. I was like on this Facebook page and they were posting like NBA stats. And I remember like, I got in my little argument with some guy on there saying he just had a horrible NBA opinion. Like I was a cat. I'm a Cavs fan. He was like making fun of Kyrie Irving or something. And I was like, I bet I could run your page better than you. So I was like, I'm going to make my own page, and then so like for that page, I had to make like little edits. And back then, I I was like, oh, I'm totally a graphic designer, but it was like so bad. It was just like <laughs> cutting out a player and putting fire effects behind them on screen, like just that. So, but that, I didn't really try to get better or learn or anything. I just knew how to like cut out a player and put something behind them, use that beyond the buzzer effect. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so I, I like knew the tools a little bit, but then, um. During the pandemic, I was actually working for the Houston Astros and I got to kind of like use, use just those tools. They needed someone to like Photoshop different signage into um, different sponsored logos into different signage. So I kind of like, I had Photoshop my computer and I was like, oh yeah, I know how to do this because I used to use it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then when the pandemic pandemic hit, it was kind of like a standstill, especially baseball, not much to do. So I was like, I want to take this time to kind of hone in on those skills, learn some stuff. And I really, got really learned to like just sat on YouTube, watched a bunch of videos and tried to teach myself like actual design, like mm-hmm. not just edits. And so yeah, it was really pretty recently, I guess that was like, I think I started like June, 2020,
0: um, Shit. learning,
1: learning all that and trying to just get better. And I did like a 30 day challenge of trying to make something every day. And man, I loved it. Like, and it was kind of crazy how quick I was able to grow a following kind of on Instagram and kind of, uh, just get some cool skills. And I was able to see my work improve and mm-hmm. it's been awesome.
0: That's insane. Cause when I looked at like your portfolio and stuff, like, Oh Jesus, like what? Not even a year into like fully doing design and you're already producing work that you're producing. So like, that's insane. That is crazy. Um, Appreciate that. the, when you, it's, it's, it's cool that you mentioned the 30 day challenge thing too. Cause, um, when I was talking with Brandon, how he got, or er, not Brandon, Brad, when he got into sports, he did like a 365 thing. And I was like, dang, maybe, you know, he, he didn't use it for the sole purpose of like just pushing out content. He used it like like what you said, like to figure out more about the program and about how you design and stuff like that. And he said it, it completely changed his perspective on how he works and everything. Um, and I'm actually courtesy of him. He probably influenced me a little bit to start something that i'm going to be doing here in the new future but um but yeah like i think that aspect of of a designer like it's crazy like just look look, like looking at your work and you started less than a year ago full-time at there like going balls deep in this like i don't know i'm gonna use different terminology not balls deep um (laughs) (laughs) going like all in on this like you would think you've been designing or uh, like i i thought you were designing for at least like at least as long as i have or longer
1: thank you i mean yeah i mean i guess it's been like a year and a half since then but yeah, it's it's just well and the community has helped so oh, much like said, even
0: you said june 2020 right
1: yeah june 2020 but <laughs> my
0: math <is> um wrong.
1: <laughs> yeah the community just helped so much in terms of like people posting tutorials like even i've followed brad a bunch on like instagram and mm-hmm. i think i i started like after his 365 challenge and i missed all that but i was just like remember people would post him, like Stephen Carroll designs. I don't know if you've ever talked to him. He's been super helpful when I was learning on just teaching different stuff. And I don't know, it it was, I was in all these like random feedback chats and all that stuff. And everyone was able to help each other, especially during just the pandemic when I feel like everyone was just designing. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, it did. It did blow up. Like once COVID hit, like the whole sports community and design community just completely blew up. It grew so much. There's so many like dark horse people out here that are like 13 years old that are designing like they're (laughs) fucking veterans already. And it doesn't make sense. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's crazy. So getting more into your occupation, um, you said you work for Fox Sports. Do you do, I guess, what's your position again? Partnerships and...
1: I'm a manager of sports brand partnerships. So it's honestly a very unique role. It's like a mix of design. So I kind of manage the... The creative behind like the sports partnerships departments like like, that's like brand like working with the sponsors or the corporate activations and all that stuff Mm -hmm. um so i manage the creative for that department as well as so i'm kind of doing half design half the business side of side of sports so i'm working with our clients and our sponsors to creatively think of ideas for different activations that's just with like commercial spots or in-game promotions for across all different all the different uh fox sports properties
0: that's awesome so i guess like so you do half and half then like you design do you do like um like socials like since you do the edits do you like the two do like edit stuff for them like for socials and stuff
1: or is it just not just yeah not really the social stuff so a lot of the stuff i do is internal and it's stuff that goes to clients so Mm -hmm. for example say this one of the main things i do like MLB MLB World Series is there, right? And we have all these promotions, all these in-game activations that we want to sell, or these commercials that we want to sell. We just want to tell people to get involved with Fox. So it's really designing to sell, designing to showcase to clients. This is why you should. This is why you should partner with the Fox Sports. And mm-hmm. I think I just brought a unique edge to the company because it, you can always just send an email saying, "Hey, here are the ratings for for the for the World the ALCS so far. This is why you should pitch in for the World Series." But if you give them something that's that's just visually appealing and different than any other email they're going to get in their inbox. Like there's, there's a higher chance they're going to click it higher chance. They're going to be like, Oh, wow. Like this is very, I can clear, I can clearly get the message that Fox is trying to say. I can clearly see their ratings. This is a sick design. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, let me learn more. Let me talk to the account executive or mm-hmm. what whatnot. For sure. Um, so it's that, which, yeah. So I can't like, it's not like, I'm going around. I can't share like a bunch of people retweeting my design and stuff, which definitely is like, different than like my personal work, but, Mm -hmm. um, it's definitely an interesting role.
0: Mm -hmm. So I like how you kind of placed in there, what we're going to talk about today. Um, the main (laughs) topic of what we're going to talk about today is like designing to sell and like the importance of that, um, and everything. Um, so I guess like, let's, let's get right into it since you work with it. Um, I'm dealing with it a little bit with my, with my personal endeavors and stuff like that. And it's, it's honestly, it's a struggle. Um, it is a struggle for me, but when it comes to that type of topic of everything, I mean, you kind of touched on it just previously here, but what is your, I guess, when you're doing, when, when you're doing it, like at your job, what's your, I guess, what are the things you think about when it comes to designing to sell rather than designing to, you know, look, I guess, you just go i don't know how to, i don't know how to ask the question just so you get what i'm trying to say yeah
1: for sure yeah i think it's important to really see what message you want and that's just working with the team so like before if a team's like hey comment we need a one shooter for the world cup qualifier can you make it look sick and i'm like yeah of course let's jump on a call so i can see what you really want out of this mm-hmm. do you want clients to know mostly about the promotions or do you want them to see something that's like oh pictures of all the star all the soccer stars and that'll get them to like like what is what is your goal so it, it just depends on the team like for i just i want i keep thinking of mlb examples but uh, i made one for nascar we had we have this new deck coming out for the new nascar season and they didn't even want anything crazy on it they just wanted like a cover page for their deck that they're going to put out something that's going to really pop and so i don't know it was cool to really just go full full on creative mode and just make something that's gonna um, really make clients pay attention to these presentations, make them enjoy the presentations and just you always want to have something different. Like every I feel like if you go in the regular community, there's so many like same presentation templates that everyone uses, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I've I found the power of I, I think good design really like the return on investment is is there, it's clear. Like you Every time I'm thinking, the biggest thing I'm thinking of is like, this is why someone should partner with Fox. This is why you should buy ads with us. And I got to clearly showcase that message and why Fox is different. Mm-hmm.
0: I think the bi- the biggest thing that I got about the- got out of what you were saying is like the communication aspect between designer and client. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like like a lot of amateur designers haven't really had the chance to possibly designed to solely sell something or to solely like for a marketing purpose. So, or even deal with clients in general. So I think when you put a lot of emphasis on communicate, 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 like, like how they come to you, be like, Hey, Pavan could, you know, design the one sheeter? Then you're like, first thing you do is like, yeah, let's get on a call. So I know what the hell you're talking about. So I know. So yeah. So it's like as seamless as possible. Um, Cause especially like from their point of view, they're, they're wanting the design to, you know, make money. Right. So, you know, like it's, it's gotta be, it's gotta be talked about. It's gotta be, you all gotta be on the same page. Um, I guess to kind of relate that to, to, um, like amateur designers, like with work that you like, but with work that I got in my early in my career, like just designing, you know, like edits and stuff like that. Like I wish I would, since I'm doing, designing for a lot of like marketing and stuff now like i really wish i would have considered considered like hey could this actually be used to like yeah i could market the team and make the team look cool but like will it get you know <coughs> monetary return or possible you know monetary action from the audience that is seeing this i think that's a really good a really good skill as a designer to have and like to know you know um a lot of composition rules a lot of you know what's the um and probably a lot of it is is going in depth analysis on like your target market and stuff and knowing mm-hmm. what appeals to them and um stuff like that like there's a whole marketing side of everything too so it's like you know there's a, there's more than more than one side like more than just having the design look good there's ample amount of reasons behind it and places like reasons you put things you know where that You know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. (laughs) I can't talk today.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No worries. And like, I mean, regardless at the end of the day, like all design is to sell and like maybe mine's more strictly like this. I'm specifically selling a product, but even like a sick wallpaper Wednesday, like those are to get eventually maybe sponsor logos on these wallpapers or to just boost your social media engagement where eventually sponsors or like every, like every click, every comment is converted to, A dollar amount that we can sell to sponsors or sell to fans or sell tickets like all that at the end of the day and that's why they pay designers that's why all that like it's all at the end of the day it's to sell a product and i think it's pretty clear that like design that's very intricate and very like understanding of those that message like is makes makes a big impact
0: Mm -hmm. so what makes me think about this is like content creators like in a sense um, because like, like big content creators, obviously if you, anyone watches YouTube, there's content creators you watch that get sponsored by brands to do like either one-off videos or like they're a consistent sponsor in their videos. Like I watch a bunch of designers and most of them are sponsored by Squarespace every single fucking video. <laughs> yeah. One, like, like. like yeah, yes, it it may be annoying to watch, but like they're doing something correct. They're running their brand and design designing their brand adequately so that Squarespace sees them as a viable sponsor,
1: mm-hmm.
0: as a viable source of you know either website traffic and then eventual you know paying for memberships for like new memberships and new new people using Squarespace as a platform. So it's like, I, I guess it like to put it to put it in layman terms, like look at how like for, for the casual, I guess, consumer of content, look at how content creators and producers are designing their content. Like all of it's for a reason. Like when you start mm-hmm. thinking about why are they getting paid? Well, it's because they run their content this way because they do promotions this way because they, you know, structure their videos this certain way. They Their topic of the videos are these because of this reason, you know? It's, yeah. it's just crazy. It's like when I started thinking about hmm, <laughs> you know, I, I wonder, I wonder if like, even personally, I wonder if I can market my likes or my engagement to, you know, get some traction to like get some monetary return towards it. And then when you right. start thinking about even designing for a company that way and thinking about I, the best thing for me, I'm kind of rambling because this is a very interesting topic for myself too. I'm sorry. Like I'm sorry. If I'm rambling, no, you're good. <laughs> the best thing is like, the best thing about this for me is like when you go completely outside of design and start talking about market and like who you're designing for, we did a lot of that in school, like designing for ideal persona and like attributing, you know, personality traits and what, you know, what they enjoy, what they dislike and all that stuff. Um, obviously you're probably not going to get that in like startups or, um, or not, not startups, but like, you know, freelance stuff mostly, but like with your, with your case, there's a direct audience there, so it's like, it's kind of a necessity to know that stuff. Do you deal with stuff like that? Like, do you sit down with the marketing team and research a target audience and stuff like that?
1: Yeah, um, a ton. Like, we we get like prompts from clients, and this is like, it's like a full breakdown of who exactly they're going for, and it's down to like super specific, like a a forty year old dad that has two like two kids that likes eating pizza like something like that you know like it is super specific um and it's yeah it's about like diving in like we're trying to like really dissect those and so like when you make these decks like always keep that in mind like and yeah man it's it's definitely very interesting going through like all their market research and all the how they like completely tone down on their audience that they want Mm -hmm.
0: it's it's insane how specific people can get about the people that they want to buy their products yeah. It is probably one of the craziest thing that I've ever, that I've ever dealt with. Because it's like you're going like like their blood type is O positive. Jesus. <laughs> they, you're going you're, they wake up on the left side of the bed. Like, what the are you kidding me? You're going that's everything has a science behind it. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, man. Excuse me. Um, but yeah, like it's something like this topic is is something um especially like when I was designing for Ascend athletics, they're like a uh, NFL um, sports agency. They represent Mm -hmm. athletes in NFL. Um, A lot of it was like designing to not specifically, you know, sell their brand, but to sell the player's brand. And that was a different way to attack things and like bring attention to Ascend through the players and stuff like that. And that it was very interesting way of looking at things and, making sure you know certain things were always in designs and and stuff like that and even for the players like we had to have certain things always in designs or always mentioned in the posts and stuff like that it's a completely different way of looking at it i think
1: yeah it's wild because i mean i if you look at my like the stuff i make for fun and like i never tried making stuff to like match what most because most clients are looking for like social media graphics like stuff or or like a lot of type and those kind of things. Mm-hmm. And like, I just kind of make stuff that like people would hang up in their room. And that was just kind of the stuff that I enjoyed making the most. And like, even then like Fox reached out to me and found my portfolio from that and saw that it could convert into what they wanted. And man, when I first started at Fox, like the stuff I made was bad. Like I w- it was tough to try to try to switch it over to a sales sales view, like putting, trying to keep my style of like creating a cool environment, like, A lot of cool lighting, like those kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. and switch it over into this like sales template. with A lot of words, a lot of stats, a lot of numbers, Mm -hmm. but just like even just just doing it. So like, if people are interested, I guess in this kind of field, like just practice, like make make up a fake a fake pitch deck for yourself, or make up a fake like report. And man, I I just got. I feel like I've gotten like so much so good at like typography and like putting a lot of data and like into a cohesive way, just from experimenting and it's really cool that i can keep my own style and the effects i do and all that i can i've now been able to like merge them together which hopefully mm-hmm. took a lot of practice <laughs> um but i guess that's why you work full-time you keep you have time to time to actually like spend on that on learning that and it's it's i think now it's like a i feel like a oiled well machine when someone has like a request i can make something and i can it can be different every time but stick with the fox sports style i've created and mm. now really incorporate the different text that they want but mm-hmm. yeah that was definitely the biggest struggle um switching over
0: so do you implement this into your personal brand at all and how do you implement it
1: yeah i think that i like personal brand or just personal designs
0: um i would say personal brand
1: gotcha um yeah i think i've learned a lot i mean just because i work on a unique role where I'm doing design and kind of the business side. I've learned a lot of like how to work with clients, how to pitch yourself, how to sell. I mean, at the end of the day, I'm in the ad sales department for Fox sports. So like, it's a lot of those like conversations on convincing people to work with you. And I think that's really helped just in like personal branding. Like when people reach out to me, I'm not afraid to have those tough conversations. I'm not afraid to know where I'm valued. I am like really it's just, I, I, it's a lot easier for me to have those conversations and have those like face-to-faces with clients. And it's helped launch my personal brand to where I get like, I've getting, been getting a good amount of client work on the side, which has been awesome for me. It's something that, I mean, this was a hobby that I learned pretty recently. And now it's like becoming like pretty good in sorts of just, I mean, my job and everything. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's, it's definitely delved into. And then I know that like my 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 portfolio work or the stuff you'll see like on my Instagram isn't stuff that maybe clients would want, but the stuff I make for Fox. If if a client needs to see like a specific my usage of decks, like I can show them this. I'm like, oh, maybe you don't want this design, but you want something like this that I can really make. And a lot of I think a lot of the designers that you'll find like sports designers don't really have the experience of making like pitch decks or stuff like that. So I think that I'm unique in that role where if, if an agency needs a deck. Like that's something that I have experienced creating. That's something that I can make unique, and mm-hmm. it's something that I enjoy creating too,
0: mm-hmm. for sure. Um, so, this is something I usually ask. It's I always say no pun intended because I ask about a designer's creative process, um, which is part of the reason why the podcast is named this. But not obviously, <laughs> not just solely, so I can answer the so I can ask us this question. But um, so. Let's talk more about, since you, since we've been talking about like your, um, did you hear that by chance?
1: I did not. Okay.
0: Cause yeah, my neighbors above me, I've, I'm almost positive. I've said this in other episodes, but like my neighbors upstairs, my fiance and I live in a lower and the upper, I think there's, yeah, there's only one floor. They have kids and they have two dogs and they just bang Uh, on the the goddamn floor and they drop shit all the time. And it's. Horrid. Anyways, so not jealous. Yeah. Oh, it's fucking horrible. Um, so your creative process as, um, a designer, you talked a lot about a lot about working with Fox sports. So do this from a freelance perspective, how you work with, um, either on an independent project or with clients from a freelance perspective. Like where do you start? How do you, how do you get from point A to point or how do you get from A to Z in the whole, you know, process of everything?
1: For sure, I guess I'll start with the independent process because a lot of my client work is kind of based off what I'm able to make on my own time when I'm creating. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, other than staring at a screen blankly for five hours hoping that <laughs> an idea comes to life, I, I think life, huh? <laughs> I think it's just about, and before, when I first started, I was like, remember I tried to like find Instagram for like inspiration, like so heavily like, oh, I'll be like, okay, I can use this element, this this element from this person. But I think what really changed and allowed me to make the next step was I try not to look at anything. And when I'm, when I'm ready to make a design, I try not to look at any other people's art and I try to just completely do what I can. But when I'm not designing or I'm not in that, I try to try to absorb everything I see. Like if I see, I'll see a billboard and I'm like, oh, that's really cool how they put a text like that. Or Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll see like a movie poster and I'll try to soak that all in and that's, that's where I'm trying to pull the inspiration out. So that's why I'm not, I'm not like repeating what someone did and I'm not, um, but I'm still, I still have the information soaked in me from just observing my surroundings. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um, for like, so like personal stuff, I literally will I'll, I'll at least, at least know if I want to make like the vibe of the design I want to make, but it, it definitely depends on the pictures and the shots that I have and the, that I'm working with. If what kind of what I'm going with. So usually I go in like, pretty blind to stuff I <laughs> like I'm trying to think of the last one I made I guess my like Rams design I knew I want I, I saw a really cool picture of Matthew Stafford on Twitter and I was like I want to make this into design and I start I like cut him out and then I was like okay maybe this I don't really want to put any other pictures of Matt Stafford let's put some other players together so <laughs> then I just looked and tried to find players that matched and when I had those players together and then I I was like, okay, this would be really cool. It's like a cleaner design. That's what I went with. I don't, I guess that's not really <laughs> helping too much, but I, I literally just, I, I, at least for my personal stuff, I try not to go with a super crazy plan mm-hmm. because it'll, it's just not the way I've worked. Like all my stuff has just been, let's go. Like no idea, just mm-hmm. throw stuff and see what sticks, um, which then helps me when I have client work and I can say, okay, so what are you looking for? They're like, oh, just make a sick poster of this guy. I'm like, okay. I did that for Stefan Biggs or whatever. I can kind of use those elements and it lets me be more efficient at client work. I'm not staring at a staring at an empty canvas for so long because I'm like, I have a plan going in. So I, I use all my, I try to use all my creativity on the personal stuff and spend all that time there. So when a client needs something, I can be like, okay, you want this boom, boom, boom. Mm-hmm. And it's helpful, especially if it's like text related, I can, I try to, try to put all the text there all the information needs to be on there and i do this with fox like all the information needs to be on there it's not designed well it's just like putting the text there making sure every the message is clear and then letting my letting my creativity go crazy and Mm -hmm. filling in those gaps um filling in everything needs to be filled and that's been the process that's worked for me and um i think it's been i mean i wish I, i i i always wish i could like go in with a plan on like my my personal stuff like that's why i i mean i used to i don't know how i used to crank out like a design a day but now it's like a couple of designs a month for personal and it's just like um it's because i it's it's tough to think of ideas one because i'm working more of a full-time world designing and like i don't want to burn out trying to think of new stuff all the time but it's <laughs> yeah it's tough but i think it's i think i'd rather have like the quality over the quantity mm-hmm. and uh just has something unique i think i really pride myself on just being different every time and not having like one specific style and kind of just switching it up all the time and i don't know that's what's worked so far for me so i'll keep doing that
0: yeah i'm just i'm looking at your um your nfl artwork um because i saw the rams one on your portfolio and i just while you were talking about it, i wanted to look at it um but yeah, yeah. you're you're right like a lot of the compositions in these, like yeah, I think the only thing similar in these is like a player in the center, <laughs> if anything, you know, like oh <laughs> yeah, the comp the composition is is pretty different, and like the use of type and the use of the use of lighting and stuff is is pretty different every single one, and that that amazes me right off the rip. It's like because you don't really see that, like a lot of people have their own style, and like you know they kind of use that because they trust it when they do when they do personal work or even client Mm -hmm. work and um even i've gotten caught in that numerous amounts of times and it's just like you know like like when you're stuck when something's working don't fix it you know but it's like when when it comes to being a designer you're like ah damn i i I really want to push the boundaries right now but nothing's coming to my coming to my brain
1: (laughs) right no i feel that
0: but yeah that's that's, that's cool that you stated that, like, you get all the information on the canvas. It doesn't have to be designed well or anything. Just get, get it on the canvas so you know what you're working with. I feel like that was a lot, like, when I was first starting out, like, making sure I knew exactly what I was working with and what I wanted to work with, and then, you know, going from there, like... I always just jumped into a design and be like, Oh, this is like what you said. Initially, this is a cool Matthew Stafford photo. Let me use this. I don't know what else I'm going to do, but let me just use this to where now, like I think of a design or like I see a cool photo and I go, okay, what other photos could accompany this? Or like what other information could be put on this that I think could elevate the design and then go start from the, the informational perspective before the visual perspective. So then I don't know. That, that's that's what works for me when when thinking about stuff like that, because then, you know, you know, from square one, I mean, you, you end up where where you start in yours, like with all the information on it. But, you know, from square one, what you're going to want on it, what you're going to, you know, potentially be able to drop if you need to drop something for space or, you know, right. if it looks well. Um, but Yeah, I really like that. That part Um, when you were talking about yours. Um, I related to that a lot. It had me think about (laughs) way back when, when I, when I started designing and then where I've come to now. So, yeah, I, I kind of resonated with that. That was awesome. Um, so usually towards the end of the show here, um, I kind of have a little send off for the person that, that is on the episode. I have them kind of take a moment, say at their last little, like, Oh, (laughs) be always be creative type of thing. Um, for for the audience that that's watching. So, if you were to kind of send off to encompass encompass the topic we talked about today or anything we talked about today, um go for it. You have you have the floor for the last thing to say on the podcast.
1: <laughs> for sure. Yeah, no. I appreciate it. It's definitely cool to talk about like I never don't think I've ever had the conversation about like the personal mesh with like the work, the like the designing the cell part of it and it's cool mm-hmm. to see that to see that bridge that gap um i guess final message would be um is do you, do you think your audience is most of people trying to get into design roles or Is just trying to people that you're trying to improve design in general what do you what i guess is your target is, is or the your target comment? um
0: basically the podcast is to supply valuable like design information um and like ways of looking at design differently Um, so however that's attributed for the viewer you know it's open for your interpretation but um, but mainly like i want to use this as like an informational informational tool or informative piece of content so
1: for sure um yeah i i would say and the thing is a lot of people want people dm me on instagram saying asking for advice or stuff i always just try to say be different like there's if you look up sports edits like your your sports designs you're going to see so many different things like so many different accounts why should a client why should someone follow you why should a client ask you for something like what makes you different than all these other accounts that are doing the same stuff as you and that that's gonna be a different answer for everyone for me it was being like not having a style and kind of trying to do a different thing and a different element every time mm-hmm. for me it was knowing how knowing the business side i really understood because I, I mean that's what i do for work i wasn't always design, like i work in partnerships i work in the front office of sports like I understand that side. And I think that brings value to understanding the world design and the need, the need for design. Mm -hmm. So what makes you different? What's going to give you that edge? What's going to make, give you, gives you, what's going to give someone a reason to scroll down your page when there's billions of other options out there. Right. So, and there's an answer for everyone. Like everyone, everyone is unique in their way. And that's the beauty of design, how everyone can make you can give someone. You can give ten people three, three of the same pictures, and they'll make something completely different. Like that's mm-hmm. why this field is so beautiful. That's why, that's why it's such a great community because we all have a different perspective on things. So embrace that perspective. Embrace what makes you unique, and put that on the canvas. And I think you'll the results will be tenfold.
0: Well, there you go, people. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. That was awesome. Um, but anyways, yeah, I guess I guess we'll kind of round things out here. Um, again, Pavan, thank you for. Being on the podcast episode thirteen, most people don't think the the number thirteen is a very lucky number, but this was an awesome podcast. I think there's <laughs> a lot of a lot of really good information in here um, on a topic that a lot of designers, especially starting out, is um, kind of overlook initially. Um, so yeah, this was awesome. Um, again, episode thirteen, guys, really appreciate you guys for listening. Um, if you want to connect with Puvin, any of his or er, his links will be down below. Um, his Twitter will be down there for sure. Um, and then obviously from his Twitter, you can get to his portfolio and his other stuff. So um, go down below, connect with Pavan, ask him questions. Um, obviously, just by listening to him today, you know he's an open book and he's full of knowledge. So um, ask him questions. You, you already know he's, he'd be more than happy to answer those questions. Um, but yeah, again, thank you for coming out and listening. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day, week, whenever you're listening to this. And make sure you tell someone, that you love them. All right. Peace guys. Have a good one.